0: Let's go. Come on, girls. The mouse not clicky good no more. I got a new mouse coming. It'll be here tomorrow. Uh, A new clicky mouse? new mouse will be better at clicking. I can't believe it's only been a week since the last time we did this. It seems like it's been a long week for me. I tell you what now. Mm. It does are seem like it's been like it was in two weeks, two full weeks, maybe, maybe even two and a quarter weeks. COVID has killed me. My days are numbered. Yeah, well, we all die eventually. It's all thanks to COVID. Yep. Everyone dies from COVID eventually. Well, remember, I told you when I had COVID, like my rhomboid muscles got really tight and sore, and I couldn't figure out what the problem was. And then it just kept persisting. And then, of course, I uh, started working out again. I was like, fuck it. Who cares? Who cares, You'll loosen man? up. Yeah. Uh, but I almost had a, or, got a pinched nerve off. or something because I went to go start my workout on Monday. I was uh, warming up with uh, doing dumbbell press with 40 pounds. 40 pounds isn't very much for me to dumbbell press. Did about two of them, and then um, my right arm just... Uh, couldn't get the weight up. Like it just <laughs> straight up was not working. <laughs> I can kind of feel it, like um where it's at. I don't know what to do about it. I got the massage gun, but when I hit it, it like shoots all the way up the back of my head and down my arm. That's a good sign. Yeah, but whatever it is, it's uh I guess blood flow or the nerve is not getting to my rear delt or my the terrace major, you know, like the back of your shoulder. So like it has like no power. If I can't work out, I'm going to die. <laughs> so, COVID, you win. You win. <laughs> you know, you got to switch to like the uh, water workouts like the old. <laughs> no. Oh, There's I probably can't. some way to work that, work that out or see a doctor, you know? Can't lose my gains. I'll turn into a soy boy and start being a feminist. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. you don't have muscles, you're a soy boy. Yep i start true. eating non-stop soy. Oh, no. My muscles. Some is pretty good, you know? Um, I like uh, tofu a lot. Like fried tofu. And, um, Killer tofu. Salt and pepper <laughs> tofu. None of the Chinese restaurants around here have salt and pepper tofu for some reason. That's weird. Not strange. Yeah, you think in, pepper tofu, yeah. In southern Arizona, huh? Yeah, or tofu, as they would say. Where's tofu. me? Uh yeah, Christmas is ruined. I can't lift weights. Christmas is ruined. Um, I actually just took the week off. Aside from doing my legs, I'm gonna try again tomorrow. Maybe see how uh, how the arm works. If it doesn't work, Are you doing? I've been doing stretches. You stretching? Christmas. Christmas is ruined. Yeah, I've been like hanging and trying different stuff. But um I hang all the time. It Doesn't fucking do shit for me. I have one of those back. You know, I have the the back thing. The mm-hmm. teeters. Yeah. What they call those the inversion tables. Nah, yeah, fucked all that shit. What the fuck's going? On? You know what I mean? Fuck this shirt. Yeah, fuck I don't... you, LeBron James. You piece of shit. I don't think any of it works. And hanging is when I realized it wasn't like because you were uh, hanging, couldn't hang as well. No, I like had no problem like hanging or doing pull ups. So it's like not. I was like, oh, it's not my back. You know what I mean? It's not like my lats or my tra- traps or anything that are utilized for that sort of thing. And it only it only is stopping me from having pressing strength. So it, so it's like my that means it would have to be like my tricep or like my rear delt. I know you're not supposed to use your delts too much when you bench press, but um, they still help. Yeah, well, I mean if they don't work at all, it makes it hard. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, it's if I can get it up, you know, above my chest, no problem. My chest can take over and you know finish the the rep, right? But it's. Mm. When it's back it's the first uh the very beginning worship. yeah like i can't get it up because the muscle the my guess my delt or my terrorist major is like not strong no more it's not gotten blood or just because the nerve is pinched or whatever but um it's not swollen or bruised and there's not any pain so it can't be like a really super serious injury luckily super serious yeah it's just some bullshit some bullshit that ruined christmas I mean, where's that nerve connecting to your, it's probably in your neck though, right? Just based on how everything works. Yeah, it's um, it's somewhere in my upper middle back and based on when I hit it with the massage gun, where it sends like pain to, um, yeah, it's like a spinal Fair. nerve, not a spinal nerve, but yeah, it like goes up into the back of my head, up my neck, around my you shoulder, down should my, my forearm. I don't know if that will work. Like, I guess it's it must be like that. It's compacted back there, but I don't know what you're supposed to do about that. That cow <clears throat> have someone stand on it or something. Oh, uh, you want me to, You want me to stand on it? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Who knows? It's already too late. It's already oh, ruined the kids? Christmas. I don't know how much how many pounds you want it. Right? That's the question. I already ruined Christmas. Christmas is ruined. Oh Between my me and the children, you got you got you got, you got options. Bateman's about thirty five. Twins are somewhere in the eighty region. Ryan's uh, about one hundred, probably one hundred and thirty or one hundred and forty at this point. Jesus, he's getting big. And then you know I'm. Well, he's two- like a he's a teenager now. Two fifty. I'm a, I'm sitting around two fifty. <laughs> He's a teenager. He doesn't even care about Christmas anymore because he's a teenager. Yeah, he's like, I don't want shit this year. I'm too cool for Christmas. I want hard yeah. overalls. So that's what he said. So I can look like I'm a working class man. I want, I want files. No files. Files, please. Get docu- I want a Rolodex. I got a lot of sales, a lot of sales calls to make. Well, Christmas is ruined, but this is still contents to our Christmas spectacular. Um, this episode is all about Christmas. Christmas. Spirit. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Christmas Spectacular nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Jingle Bells Boom <laughs> 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 Oh wait, hold on. Uh, I'm dreaming of a wide Christmas just so I can beat my kids and wife Hump, bump, ba dum Talking Still shit about being home with these bastards. I wish I was on tour. I'm gonna hit them all with the belt. Boop boop boop. boop. Yeah, it's I'm talking shit about being <laughs> making fun of being. Bingo Crosby. Interesting. It's, it's an easy but... joke. He's dead, you know. So it's he's he's, he's a little hanging fruit. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm done, I'm you can talk when I'm finished. <laughs> Proceed. Interestingly enough, we watched uh, "Very Murray Christmas," the very first Netflix original Christmas film. That um is kind of like a version of the very famous Bing Crosby, yeah, Bing Crosby one, "White Christmas," where White Christmas he sings "White Christmas." Also, he- Bill Murray accused of being his wife, so that's that's a fun little connection, huh? Whoa, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. He's has some other um accusations about him, yeah, being more kind of a dick, yeah, an asshole, vaguely sexual. Mm -hmm. kind of just a creepy dick which you know it all kind of aligns with bill murray so maybe probably all true yeah it's like not out of character and also all those the people of that era the snl guys and all of them seem to be kind of assholes and terrible right so if you're running with that crowd and then also yeah the time period that you know people let men get away with stuff I guess they still do it now. Tori Lane's shot at making the stallion. <laughs> Everyone's mad at her about it. Really. <laughs> no, so, no, no. You can't prove that. This yeah. Is bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, it was weird he went missing. That's strange. Uh yeah, content sewer Christmas special. I'm Mickey Gooch. Uh that's uh Gooch Sean, Gooch. Sean Gooch. Mickey I Gooch. I am Sean I'm Gooch. Gooch. Shiny Gooch. <laughs> Gooch. Uh fucking I'm dying though. They killed they, they killed old Mickey <laughs> Gooch. Gooch man. Kobe Before struggles. he even got to fly as a producer of hit Hollywood Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. The fucking goddamn coronavirus killed Mickey Gooch. Write a Christmas movie. It's going to be out next year. I was thinking about um, it would be interesting to make a Christmas movie that uh, takes place you know, vaguely somewhere in Nordic in like the pagan times to like teach people the real like meaning of the season. Because you know, yeah, back in the read. day... Uh, the Discworld. Uh, uh, well, no, I was thinking more about how, like, um, <clears throat> basically Christmas or Yule or any of these like harvest festivals exist because people know winter's coming and we're not all going to make it, so let's have a mighty feast and a party beforehand. <laughs> you say this every year. Yeah, that shit rules. That's my favorite. I love like the I mean, winter for, for a couple years. You're festivals. definitely right. And this year, Co is not much better. So. <laughs> Yeah, our grandma almost died. <laughs> uh, fun times, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone almost killed grandma. <laughs> yeah, it was, I guess it's not worth laughing about, but I guess that's how I process everything is I just kinda um I Bill Murray it. <laughs> Make it real you, real tongue in cheek. And then you beat your wife. No, I beat my wife and sexually assault college student. Well, before we get into the very merry Christmas, you've been watching any Christmas movies? Hell yeah, brother. Uh, I watch, uh, the, uh, my favorite Christmas movie as I think we talked about before Muppets mm. Christmas Carol. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it yet. I'm saving yeah. it for this week. It's just, I don't know. It's just something about it. Like just the Muppets between the Muppets and uh, Michael Caine just being so earnest about it. It's just really fun. That's the coolest thing about the Muppets in general. Or it's just how people treat the Muppets. You know what I mean? Like, everyone is just kind of on board with the kayfabe, right? Like, every celebrity who interacts with the Muppets, it's just the Muppets are real. Like, no one ever challenges that. It's like the Muppets are real, you know? And then um, we watched uh, uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, which is a way better Christmas movie than I remember. I haven't Probably watched it have... since we were kids, man. Oh, I should you should watch definitely that. watch it. It's really good. Um, I mean, in like, a fun. Or if you really like Ernest Saves yeah. Like spend, it, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's probably my favorite portrayal of Santa in a movie. Whoa! Is he a real I'm, slick slick diggums? You'll remember we watched it before, like five, yeah. uh, a million times as a kid. So you know, you uh, when you see it, you'll remember. But yeah, right it's, now, it's, if you uh, just deconstruct the plot, it's kind of creepy. But at the same time, since it's earnest, you are like, oh, it's, it works. Right now, it's a dormant memory, but I am sure when I watch it all, it'll, it'll unlock something in me. <laughs> the fear of Santa. <laughs> This is where where your fear Uh, of the man started. Mm -hmm. I hate him. Damn the man. Kill Whitey. I haven't watched any Christmas movies yet. I don't think that I can recall except for today when I watched Christmas Bloody Christmas. (sighs) The horror one. Yeah, it's um... That's actually musical. It's like uh, the basic plot summary: um, the military designed these like super soldier robots, but decommissioned them, and like, oh, now we'll sell them as uh, Sanus. That yeah, makes sense, and when, as you know, the military we'll, often does with shit like that. You know was, uh, that decommissioned and sell them as like police robots <laughs> or some shit to like yeah. do crowd control, and they go crazy and murder the entire crowd. Yeah, so this Santa goes crazy and, like, murders an entire city. It's actually pretty good. Got it, directed it. Directed another, like, hyper-violent John Carpenter homage called VFW that I really like. So I figured I'd check this one out. There's uh, not a single scene that is not lit by, like, neon Christmas lights and the heavy God. synth soundtrack, ultra-violence, just Santa just shotgunning people's heads off, making them shoot themselves. Crazy shit. There's also a scene where a guy's eating his girlfriend's ass, but it's done tastefully. Yeah, as you would. So, yeah, it's pretty good to give that one a fucking 10 out of 10. Check out Christmas Bloody Christmas. Oh, i watch that with the kids tonight. Yeah, they'll be into it. It's got really, like, corny dialogue, but it is actually performed pretty well by the actors in it. I was surprised. So, that's cool. That's cool, because they play, like, kind of... um hipsters i know that's like a very outdated term but you know what i mean like people i used to hang out with people that would work at record stores and play in bands and drink and do drugs and you know what i mean and they're talking about <laughs> shit like that and it, it, some of it's like accurate but it's very um dialed up for the movie so it's kind of like you would normally cringe but it's like eh, you know what
1: it makes All sense like.
0: in this movie yeah and they're not like fucking it the way that it's performed is actually pretty convincing i was shocked um, yeah so check it out honestly you'd think you'd think like oh this is just a dumb christmas horror movie there's plenty of those and it is but it's actually pretty good <laughs> it's one of the better ones yeah it's not bad it's not bad uh, i did watch the uh murderville Christmas special with uh with jason bateman and Maya rudolph that was pretty fun what the fuck is that murderville you don't know uh, it's uh the idea i think i've talked about it on the podcast before maybe not the idea is uh and it's based off a bbc show but the idea and i'm gonna get to mm-hmm. it now the idea is uh that uh it's a detective show with will arnett as the detective the murder detective mm-hmm. uh and he's solving a murder and he has a script and everybody else has a script so they know who the murderer is and what they're kind of supposed to say and then they bring on a guest star who has no idea what they're what's going on and they have to improv their way through the uh the show uh and it was it was it was pretty funny oh I'd recommend it. Check it out. Bam and Will, and Will are, are, are pretty funny together. You know, shockingly, never would have thought it. Intriguing, intriguing. They were once in a um, cult classic TV show called Arrested Development. Mm, no one's heard of that. Maya Rudolph they're... also pretty good too. You know, My I Arnold don't was... know. I'm not familiar with her work, but I, I, you know, I'm gonna check it out. Pretty fun. Is she playing like a, a simmering sort of sultry, sexu- deep sexuality just under the surface type character? Oh, it's, it's, it's definitely that, because it's Maya Rudolph. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Uh, like a no, it's, no, Jason Bateman and Maya Rudolph are both, uh, like, the guest stars in on this one, so they're... they, But neither one has any idea what's going on, and they're just, uh, they're okay. just making up as they go. Yeah, it's just because that's, like, Maya Rudolph's shtick. Uh, no, I mean, not her shtick. She's got a lot more going on than that. It's just Maya Rudolph is really good at, like, coming in and being, like, uh, inappropriately sexual, but, like, you kind of get it. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, okay. All right. I, at least, and I feel like she does that quite often in uh, her cameos. She does that in <laughs> this <smoothie. laughs> movie. <laughs> a little bit about yourself and my Rudolph, I think. Oh yeah, she's hot. I like my Rudolph. I guess she would w- not traditional beauty standards or whatever. But I find it attractive. Whatever. I'm a man. I'm not a, a soy boy yet. Only uh, thin blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. I wanted to have a, a Fox f- News term. type. I want to farm with my bland white wife and six kids, and then I'll just commit suicide six months in when I realize how hard farming is. Return to tradition. Return. Yes. No, thank you. What, you got the woke mind virus? I don't know Maybe. I don't know. This part of the of, of tradition sounds interesting, but farming is not part of the part I want to do. No. But this podcast proudly presented to you by the woke mind virus. Let's get into the very Murray Christmas Murray. Yeah, the blah, simplicity blah, blah, blah. of it is nice. It's just it's everything else that comes with it. It's just like yeah, fuck off. You know? Fuck off. Well the thing is, it's the idea is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do everything myself. I'm a I'm an island onto myself. I can do that's it all. It blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's like that's not that's never how human society is operated. Fucking get it together. Just go look at some chimpanzees, all right? how no, 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 don't look at chimpanzees too much. <laughs> uh, bonobos, go look at bonobos <laughs> instead. No, orangutans are gross. There's a whole plethora of, of higher <clears throat> apes that we should we should take care of from not just the chimps. Well, the bonobos and chimpanzees are genetically yeah, the closest, g- genetically they're the closest uh, but that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, but um, no, you get dogs and wolves are genetically very close, and they don't really act that much the same. I was just reading about how they, um, took some wolves, some wolf pups who had, um, not been, uh, they hadn't been hand raised or anything like that. They're wild wolf pups, right? And, uh, they just, well, no, they were hand raised, but then they, for like a couple months, you know, cause they're pups. Then they brought in a complete stranger, um, to play fetch with the wolves. And the wolf pups, so like 90% of them played fetch with the stranger. Having never been taught fetch well amazing. that's how we uh that's how we got dogs in the first place, right we just picked the wolves that that did play fetch basically well, it's just weird that well I guess wolves like to play with each other right right so. and puppies especially pues mm-hmm. i mean you have, if they grew up and they still did it, then you know that means a little bit more <clears throat> well, it's just interesting that um we didn't teach dogs how to play fetch it's wolves already could play because yeah, when you kill a, when the, it's based on right if they go kill something, they bring it back to the pack to eat. Right, I think that's the idea anyways. Something. Something's in there. Or they, they just like to play games. A lot of animals just like to play games. Well, yeah, I mean, usually games are reinforcing some other habit, too. Not when... Uh, what about those uh, those otters, the Arctic otters that just uh, slide down um, snowshoots? Well, that's just fun as hell. That's yeah, that's what game. I mean. They, <laughs> they, they just play for the sake of playing a lot of animals. Oh, really. I mean, I guess that's true, but I, I'm, I don't know. I feel... I'm just... I'm, I think what I'm talking about is games specifically. You know what I mean? I guess dogs yeah. do shit for, like, when my dog runs in the backyard and just, for, like, jumping around like shit, that's just for fun, but, you know, there's not a yeah. purpose there. But, I, I, you know, I guess I differentiate that between, like, a game. What about when dolphins uh, pass the puffer fish around, and then they play with the seaweed? They play that seaweed game that's, like, dolphin basketball or whatever. I, that's gotta be maybe for some hunting purpose, right? Or hand-eye coordination? I don't know. Well, I dolphins mean- are smart as hell. I that's think the dolphins, other thing. Yeah. Well, they invented a game, so I think they're just playing a game. That's what <laughs> I mean. Is some animals just play games like humans? What soccer not teaching us anything. Millions of people are out there playing that. <laughs> shit. Well, I, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I guess the, I, the, uh, dolphins too have also evolved game, <laughs> game, play game. <laughs> uh, I just, but like if you think if you go back far enough, all of our games are based on something that you know was utilitarian to us at some point, like soccer is based on the fact that we just run really all good We we run a lot we like run we do run so that's like, you know, the physical abilities that we have um lead to us being able to play this game but like the game doesn't reinforce like any uh I, well i guess it reinforces one of the most important things uh for humans and that is um social cohesion <laughs> oh <laughs> against nation so. states this is uh christmas time so we're gonna focus on the positives of human society no 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 i'm better this week me and too i, I, couldn't, I, I, couldn't, I got god. a shit god damn it and i don't feel like i get enough back i couldn't lift a weight this week i'm angry yeah. now i'm a soy boy i got the woke mind virus i support making the stallion what's wrong with making the stallion again like she got sh- she got shot and like not in a fun way you know what i mean lying about it <laughs> women always lie <laughs> I know I know another woman that got shot and I don't think she was lying about it. She <laughs> was. They always lie. I saw, I saw the I saw the wound. No, she, she just wants all to Tory Lane's money. <laughs> oh I don't Tory Lane was involved in that one. Wait, did, wait Megan Stanley wants Tory Lane's money? How much money does Tory Lane really have? Not as much as Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> She's way more successful than him. You know what I mean? But that's like the dumb arguments that like Wiener ass like Nerd boys on the internet are like, oh, she just, she just, she just right? I can't, she, she just right? out from Tory Lanez. Why the fuck would she need it? <laughs> it's embarrassing for her to have slept with Tory Lanez, to be honest. Oh, boy, is it. But <laughs> she can do what she wants. She's a grown ass woman. I love her. I'm a simp, though. Oh, yeah, I'm a soy boy. I forgot. I'm a simp. I'm you a simp, soy boy. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Woke my virus, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> You're one YouTube video away from a gym cell. Mm hmm. Man, I hate the fucking, <laughs> I hate the gym culture internet shit. Horny. <laughs> Except there's this one dude I follow who used to be bodybuilder. Um, I think she dried liver for Christmas. I'm glad I didn't. He doesn't seem like uh up his own ass about masculinity bullshit, but he doesn't ever talk about that. He just tells you how to look <laughs> weights good. But I, I mean, found I was watching one of his videos recently and he just like casually mentioned that his uncle was Abdullah the Butcher. Ooh. Yeah. Because he's like, check out this ring. My dad gave me this ring. It's from my uncle, Abdullah the Butcher. And then he just, all right. And here's He's got it. an ass for roids. And then he's like, and this is, uh, now here's the best way to use the peck fly. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, he's uh, pretty honest about um, when he was like, yeah, when I was being a bodybuilder, I was using this, this, and this, and this. And he, but he's been off everything for a year, apparently. And he doesn't look like abnormal anymore, you know, like bodybuilders usually do. Anyhow, fuck it. What, what the fuck that? fuck that shit got to do with Christmas? Or Bill I don't know, man. You, we started off on a weird tangent. We got here. You can figure it out. I'm this not doing it. I'm Christmas. never listening to this shit again. Christmas special. Stay focused. Oh shit! There's a cat trapped in my room. I gotta let him out. Yeah, stay focused. still kitties. <sighs> she, she, always it, she always hides. She always hides in my bed, and she's like, "I thought she was crying at the door on the other side." And I looked over, and she's like, "Yo, yo, bitch, let me out." Alright, uh Christmas. This is the fucking stay focused here, everybody. Come on, it's a Christmas spectacular. What uh what are your favorite uh, Christmas songs? I like uh Joy Ramone's version of um Baby Please Come Home. Uh, I do um, like Joy Ramone's version of Baby Please Please Come Home. Maya Rudolph does uh, it in Bill Murray Christmas. She does. That's true. I'm always I still like Fairy Tale in New York. Uh Uh, yeah, that's the best one, obviously. um, now everybody knows it because the stupid James Gunn. Stupid James Gunn is dumb. How dare he fire (laughs) Henry (laughs) Cavell and The Rock or whatever the fuck is going on in DC? So Fairy Tale of New York, incredibly popular historically in the UK and Ireland. Like it was the Christmas number one when it came out. It did it again in the nineties. Then it started again in the two thousands, but then people got mad that the F word is in it. So it fell out of favor, but I've noticed over the last like 10 years or so, it's getting more recognition in the United States. So I don't know if it's c- completely James Gunn's fault that everyone knows who the Pogues are. It appears in this song. Uh, oh, or this we're movie. Call we got to go further back. Yeah, I, it appears in this movie, I'm guessing, because this movie is written and directed by Sofia Coppola, and she definitely seems like the type of dame who would be familiar with the Pogues because she's kind of a cool chick. You know what I mean? I met the pokes because of her dad. Uh, Sorry. Yep. So, anyways, uh, directed by Sophia Coppola, produced by her brother, Roman Coppola, and featuring another Coppola, Jason Schwartzman. He's also a Coppola. He's in this movie. That's interesting. Still They're still Coppolas. All they needed was fucking getting Nick Cage in it. He's busy. <laughs> He's too cool. Have you ever seen that quote from Jason Schwartzman talking about Nick Cage pulling up on a Harley to like a family mm-hmm. event? And, and then it turns Jason, out it was his brother with his cat. And Jason Shortsman is like, "Whoa, how could I be related to someone that cool? It's like hey, Nick <laughs> Cage. Yeah. I could be related to someone Nick that Cage. cool. He's got a castle. He's got a castle. I mean, he got weirder as he got older, but Nicholas Cage was solidly, like, hella cool until he was, like, I don't know, 40. Uh, Still kind of cool, though, but, like, in a weird way. Yeah. And then fucking... It's, so the premise of this movie is kind of like the Bing Crosby White Christmas. Uh, I think in White Christmas, their like, train gets stopped, and he just happens to run into the celebrities to do musical numbers or some shit. I haven't seen White Christmas in a long time. But Bill, Bill Murray's got to put on a Christmas show, but there's like a, there's a blizzard, and it doesn't work out, so he just starts running into celebrities, except for they're not um big-time celebrities, and they're not playing themselves. Chris Rock. Yeah, except for Chris Rock. We got Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer plays himself. Actually. Oh yeah, we got Paul Schaefer. I mean, you know, they go way back. Him and Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Sarah's in it. Whatever happened to Michael Sarah? I I enjoy Michael Sarah sometimes. Still, you know, I like him. Like watching him in this, I was like, you know what? He has like quite a bit of comedic range, right? Not maybe not. He's not ever going to be like a big time actors actor, but um, he 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 can pull off quite a bit comedically if you think about it i this, just loved him in uh what is it this is the end yeah where he plays like a sleazy version of himself like imagining him as like a coke addict that's on his ass yeah oh hey honey you want to come into Some of his capri sun that's what <laughs> we should have watched uh we got david uh johansson johansson who's uh of course from the new york dolls he's bill murray's friend he was the uh, spooky cab driver in Scrooge, Bill Murray's other Christmas movie. He's not making it hot, hot, hot. I'll tell you that. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, Rashida Jones is in it, the daughter of Quincy Jones. She's in The Office What else? and other things. <laughs> Parks and Rec. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. Word, word. Uh, Amy Poehler in it. Else. Maya Rudolph's in it. Chris Rock, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, the band Phoenix is in it because Sofia Coppola is married to the lead singer. Jenny Lewis, do we want to go over here? And uh, most importantly, Jenny Lewis is in it. This yeah. is at the height of her mainstream fame. Also, I think she's friends with Sophia Coppola. What a what a set of pipes in like our Jenny Lewis, huh? Jenny Lewis, huh? Everyone, you guys remember Riley Kylie? You guys remember? Anyone, anyone? They had Probably. That one good album. Now nah, they have like two good albums. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And she and has two one, good solo albums? Yeah, one and a half. Well, this is the, right in this period, 2015, when she would have been appearing in this. Like, is the this... Jane Lewis and the Watson Tins a solo album, or is that with the Watson Twins? I mean, it's, that's her. That's Jane Lewis. album. Watson Twins is what, doing backing vocals? <laughs> but um, this, 2015, would have been the time period, like, her second solo album. The one that, like, had, like, major critical acclaim, I think, would have been what's going on here. I believe, I believe, I don't know The timing might be off, I don't know Rylo Kylie was the shit in 2006 That sounds about right 2005, yeah. 2006 Lots of girls loved Rylo Kylie And I loved him too because I'm a male manipulator And not because I genuinely like the music It was to manipulate girls I just liked it because I had the guy from Sleew Shorts Yeah, uh, Joey Macaroni <laughs> He was in Boy Me's World too Where he played Joey Macaroni Joey Macaroni Tony Pizza Tony, and then his friend has, was big. Had Big Van Vader for a dad. Ethan Suppley, that's a famous actor. He was in American History X. Now he's, he's in not good famous. shape. Shut up. He's in good shape now. He's he's like one of those guys. Like ah, oh, I like him, but like no one really knows who he is. You know who he is because you're weird brick shit house. Yeah, he was in My Name Is Earl too, wasn't it? Oh uh, yeah, he was like the second in a bunch man, of clerks movies, it. which is probably why he was in My Name Is Earl. Yeah, because he probably met Jason Lee um while they were both hanging around Kevin Smith's wiener. It's good work <laughs> if you can get it, you know, hanging around Kevin Smith's wiener. A lot of people have made careers off of Kevin Smith's wiener. Ben Affleck. Matt Damon. I think Ben Affleck and Matt Damon kind of did it themselves, though. No, I'm giving it to Kevin Smith. Didn't he produce uh, that first movie? What, Goodwill Hunting? No. He did. No. Part of he that was... No, he wasn't shit yet. That was uh fucking the evil know. the evil brothers the evil That was Jewish. after um, Clerks and Mallrats for sure. Yeah, Mallrats lost money and Clerks <laughs> barely made it. <laughs> one of the you know the evil Jewish brothers. One of them in prison because he's Weinstein. Yeah. yeah, the Weinsteins—they're the ones who produced Goodwill Hunting and uh, a lot of Kevin Smith's work and Quentin Tarantino's and the Cohen Brothers. Ah, uh, the list is yeah, endless. I mean, yeah, well that's. They're pretty good at <laughs> producing movies.
1: <laughs>
0: also, I'll give them that. <clears throat> uh, George Clooney is also in it, and of course, a woman that I would use her panties to make a broth or a dashi from. That's right. Miley Cyrus. This is a pro Miley podcast. Oh, I mean, I Googled something, and it says Matt, da- Matt Damon says that Kevin Smith saved Goodwill Hunting. I don't know. He wasn't actually a producer. You're correct, though. I How do you think I, it? I don't know. He showed the the wine scenes, the goddamn script, it looks like. Oh. That's nice of him. Uh, back to Miley Cyrus though, she's in it. She does a great job. Miley Cyrus too. Miley Cyrus is so hot. She's got um, an album coming out that no one's gonna listen to pretty soon. I'm probably not either. I'm a big fan of Miley Cyrus, <laughs> but I don't care about her music too much. <laughs> <Unless she's gonna laughs> well, let's, let's a Christmas movie for Miley Cyrus then. Unless she's gonna do like some sort of like like weirdo like freak folk country type shit, then I'll get into that because I like when like when she covered Jolene and like some of the um uh like california country stuff like that shit is dope she's good at that so she doesn't like that hell yeah i'll listen to it but if it's just like a pop album man whatever Miley. but um important thing about miley cyrus is um i don't know what it is i love her i love miley i'm not even a big fan of like white girls generally but there's something about white girls that are like a little bit trashy you know what i mean or perceivable from the perspective of mainstream society, they're trashy, right? But to well, me, yeah, yeah, she kind of she didn't start. Well, I don't know. Is Billy Bob Cyrus trashy? A little bit, you know. So well, he's, she's, uh, like he's a little bit country, right? Yeah. So you well, know, that's uh, immediately if you're associated with like the South or Southern culture at all, that's a little bit trashy. And then she's getting a lot of bad press for doing her thing in her twenties, which is just that's what happens to women in their twenties when they're celebrities. They get, they get a lot of hate. Megan Stallion. Um, and then she's like got like some bad stick and poke tattoos, and she was like showing her titties and stuff. So people, oh, she's trashy. But to me, that's a wife. Miley Cyrus hit me up, probably Kyle at dot com. All I want for Christmas is, um, I was gonna say big booty wife. Miley Cyrus yeah, doesn't man, have. A you're sorry, you're not gonna get it. <laughs> Yeah, but she does have, <laughs> big, she's got a uh, big teeth. So big teeth, wife. Big or teeth and it. a big voice, you know. Yeah, it's all big you need. Voice. Just sing you to sleep. Hell yeah, Miley. Hell yeah, Miley. Miley Cyrus. Smiley. Oh, you like um when Gucci Gucci Man would come on songs, he'd be like, it's "Gucci," you doing Smiley. that? for Smiling, yeah. Smiley. Smiley. It's Gucci. Remember when Gucci Man got out of prison and people were like, "That's not him. That's a clone because he got healthy and got his teeth fixed." <laughs> they cloned they were, him. They replaced like, Gucci We man. could make him better. He said Guap home, and that no, they replaced him. He could never lose weight in prison. <laughs> Impossible. How did he get rid of that lean belly? <clears throat> you know, I think it was by by drinking prison wine. Probably Pruno. Pruno. There, there's a different name for it in, out here. Uh, um, uh, like Spanish name for it. I can't remember what it is now. Fuck. You look so dumb now. I hope you so feel so stupid. So stupid. Bill Murray, um, oh yeah, back to the plot. He meets celebrities. They sing songs and shit. Um, it's like, you know, a little Christmas special, like an old school, like little song and dance, a little little comedy number. Bill Murray's charming. Unfortunately, he's an asshole in real life. He's kind of an asshole in the movie, but it's he's so charismatic that you don't mind. He's got a lot of celebrities you like they singing songs you like. Um, last week, I mentioned I'd never seen this before. Uh, when they got to the end um, and they sang um, Fairy Tale of New York, I was like, oh, wait, I have seen this before. Also, I teared up a little bit when they're singing Fairy Tale of New York because I recalled... When I had seen this movie before, it was after Friendsgiving, and I woke up like hungover and strung out. My girlfriend had just broken up with me, like maybe two weeks earlier. And Fairy Tale of New York always has a, uh, I always get a pretty big emotional response out of me, anyways. So, um, yeah, that's my life. You sound like a coward. Yeah, like a soy boy, huh? With the woke mind little, virus. Yep. got you so like, Sound like you. Well, sim for Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Hell yeah, she's beautiful. Very talented. Shouldn't have been shot. She probably <laughs> shouldn't. A lot, almost a lot of people shouldn't have been shot. You yeah, know, probably, to, they, they, even if you're not talented, probably shouldn't be shot. Yeah, probably shouldn't be shooting people unless they severely wronged you. Then I don't know if it's important vengeance, it might be okay. But um, yeah, there's so the the reason Tale of New York" resonates with me so much as a song is because um. I don't know. That's kind of lifestyle I led for most of my 20s, like uh, drinking and getting into fights and just being kind of a sloppy person like Shane McGowan, as depicted in the song. And then so the memory of that and watching this again when they performed the song, I was like, oh, I'm tearing up a little bit. And that was a fucking Christmas miracle. Christmas was saved. Bill Murray did it. I don't care about the allegations anymore. Yay. (laughs) It's a Christmas miracle. (laughs) I killed the feminism inside myself. Yeah, I know it was going to happen eventually, anyways. Probably not. Um, I feel like I'm getting more radical. Ooh, I'm always getting more radical. Radical. Yeah. The other day, I did a kickflip. <laughs> you can do a kickflip if you try to do a kickflip, your your back would explode. That's ridiculous. I've been playing basketball with Jamie. I could probably do a kickflip. Your back. Every day, every, every next, every day I wake after I play basketball with James, I wake up and I regret it. Yeah, because your back's it's teetering on explosion. Yeah, it's close to explosion. This shit's only got 5.5 stars on IMDb. <coughs> it's not like a real movie, so I kind of get why people would be I like, I the not is this reviews it. Because it's like, eh, it stings in me like kind of thing you review. Oh, shit. Let's see what they say on Letterboxd. I actually like it quite a bit. It's not a real movie, like I said. There's not, like, too much going on. Yeah, it's just a loose plot to string some music bits together. At one point, he passes out and dreams George Clooney and Cyrus, so, you know. I like that part. For a second, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy if it ends with him, like, dying? And we see that, and then after that performance, it's just the end like they don't go back to him the next morning <laughs> you know what i mean so the assumption oh he just died and like his uh, final little hallucinations that your brain show you before you die his were uh, miley cyrus which hopefully that's what happens to me because miley cyrus will have been my wife and we'll spend many long years together and she'll be the last thing i think of before i pass away just in your white christmas god rest you, merry gentlemen Robbie Weavers gave it five stars. Says the Christmas tradition. I love this film. I'll probably watch it again next year. Easily digestible. It's got like two of the best Christmas songs of all time in it: "Baby Please Come Home" and "Fairytale of New York." It's cute. Miley Cyrus is in it. I'm. I, I agree. I'm. I'm down with Robbie Weavers. It may be a Christmas tradition. Some people actually watch White Christmas every year. Being Christmas It's like fuck that. I don't watch for it. If I'm gonna watch an asshole abuse it. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) I'm Bill Murray yeah. This one's five stars. I thought it was not very good, but it was fine. Five stars. Five stars. I know how to rate things. Five stars. Rock made this better for me. Oh, Chris Rock. Uh Oh, I thought they were talking about The Rock. (laughs) He hasn't made anything better in a long time. Oh, let's talk about Rock Johnson real quick. Rock (laughs) Johnson. So, (laughs) Black Adam did bad, right? oh god yeah I think he's what a he could have predicted right and then he tried to commit a little bit of fraud about it <laughs> a little bit of corporate espionage a little bit of fraud a little bit uh, of both and then um they offered him to have a cameo in shazam too he said no and then well, cool, like, um, the black adam's really important you gotta protect him well, you know, he's, obviously he's the villain of he's shazam's villain <laughs> no no he's no, like no no, yeah, he, he turned that down. He's too good for Shazam. He'll be in the Superman. Uh, but he, Superman's not happening. There's no more Black Adam. That shit's done, though. And fucking the Rock, he unfollowed DC. <laughs> He's like fucking. Yeah, I thought done- I read he didn't actually follow them. Or is that not true? He unfollowed him. He's <laughs> fucking. He's, I mean, it does seem like something you're yeah. do. At this point, he seems such a good. You know, I I, I I, owe maybe a little bit of apology to Vin Diesel. I don't think he's as responsible for that feud as the uh, internet dirt sheets have made him out to be. No, I think it is The Rock. Uh, Vin Diesel seems like a kind of weird guy, too, but The Rock is definitely a like prima donna, fucking kayfabe, never put anyone over, Hulk Hogan 2.0 type dude. He's just doing it in Hollywood now instead yeah. of wrestling. Who would have thought you would like Dave Batista and John Cena more, huh? Well, Dave Batista is a phenomenal actor. <laughs> okay. John Cena is just funny as hell. And Dave Batista's yeah. is just really good. Really good. It's shocking that Dave Bautista, he was like the third man in WWE. You know what I mean? He was always in the shadow of like Ric Flair and Triple H and The Rock when he'd come back and Big match John and shit. And he said, fuck this, I'm going to Hollywood. They're probably like, well, good luck. Bastard and then he's like, well, I'm gonna be Blade Runner twenty (laughs) forty nine. And the Rock is like, damn it, I'll never be in a good movie. No, wait, he did that one. Southland Tales? It's pretty weird. Here's a half-star one a production has to be an extra kind of awful if it managed to be simultaneously Devoid of Bill Murray's charisma and make me loathe Christmas in the process a very merry Christmas is the type of special that comes across as something Someone thought of creating based on the rather cheeky title But with no real idea as to how they should go about executing it the result is a 56-minute snooze fest with jokes that never land a story that has nothing of value and musical numbers with all the pizzazz of a 30-car pileup on the freeway. A very merry Christmas is truly a soul-crushing, miserable experience all around. And yes, this is worse than my friend Tigger and Pooh, Super Sleuth's Christmas. Well, man, why is he going for... What's what do Tigger, in, and, Tigger Pooh and Pooh fucking do? Yeah, what the gotta going for that one? What's going on, There's man? It's going to be worse Christmas than things you've seen in that. Well, is the, t- my friends Tigger and Pooh Christmas special like a universally understood to be terrible Christmas movie? I've literally like? not heard of it until right now. Have you? Yeah. Where's this reference coming from, piece of shit? <laughs> I mean, I don't think "Very Merry Christmas" is the greatest Christmas special ever, but I, it's definitely not half star. Well, also, everything he said about this it is um, true, but from but like a really, the really like vitriolic true. perspective. Like, the, if you look at it in a more honest perspective, as I'm about to pitch now, um, yeah, they were like, hey, a very Merry Christmas. That's kind of funny. And they, as in, like, probably Sophia Coppola, Bill Murray, and friends, and like, oh, we should do it. Oh, it should just be like a, kind of one of those old musicals. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Here, let's write it. Okay. Oh, let's film some stuff and see who we can get in it. Cool. It's like a very, like, fun friends making a move, making a dumb. Christmas movie type shit. You know what I mean? I hate it. I hate the way you just pitched it to me. Cancel I mean, it. I'm with it, this. If a half star, a quarter star, no stars. I mean, this guy's. Shoot the, star, shoot the stars. Let's go there. Yeah. I, this guy's like right about. I'm sure that that is how it came about. And then yeah. Like, no. But it's like, it's fun though. It's not like. I don't, I don't know. know yeah. I don't know. They didn't pitch us anything else. What were you expecting? Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not supposed to be. An actual movie with a narrative, uh, satisfying conclusions, or anything like that. It's a, it's a fucking 1970s variety show Christmas special, but Bill Murray uh, filmed with the expensive photography and a bunch of celebrities. Indie adjacent celebrities? Because they're all Sophia Coppola's friends or relatives. Chris Rock. Sophia Coppola, I really love you, so let's pretend you never directed this and move on. Stupid. It's perfectly fine. Great job, Sophia Coppola. She's better than her dad. What are you fucking apocalypse now? Fuck that shit. Uh, I, uh, I piss on it. Yeah, that's that's bullshit. Like III, Did you see Sophia Coppola in it? She he couldn't direct her out of a paper bag. That's right. Fucking you know what? You never see Marie Antoinette. It's a million times better than apocalypse. I have now. seen Marie Antoinette. I don't actually like it that much. I don't either. <laughs> In fact, um, her filmography is not that great. Yeah, there's like a really a lot of there's really like some uh, okay, some stinkers in there. Virgin Suicide is pretty good for a late '90s movie. It has a very late '90s. What sort of cultural malaise are we actually addressing here? I was kind of that's kind of a point in the book too i think they, did they say it in the movie like americans are, are never okay with being happy, unhappy yeah sometimes you just don't have to be unhappy Deal Yeah. It. it comes across in that movie pretty well uh, it's, you could if you're like that other guy and you use like a really native per, perspective you'd say it's really navel gazing but if um your big brain uh woke mind virus guys like us you'd understand that um the narrative is aware of that uh, lost in translation obviously pretty good movie Got a lot of hype and had like a lot of cultural significance. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I don't think people really remember it that much. I mean, yeah, either. but it is a pretty, it is a pretty good movie. It's one, of, definitely one of those movies that, uh, along with uh, Eternal Sunshine of The Spotless Mind, is is responsible for the uh, the meme or the motif of like the magic pixie girl or whatever. Well, I don't know about Lost in Translation. Would I say? Well, yeah, I think a little bit. I think She's it's like kind the, of, um depressed <laughs> uh marie antoinette um very stylish movie well made not very good uh somewhere never watched it yeah, uh, the, me neither the bling ring um i, oh, I remember wait, that one being pretty it was bad i i don't remember at all i think it was bad um she did a mm-hmm. music video for her boyfriend she's done other music videos but i'm just bringing this one up to make a joke about how she did it for her boyfriend who is french that's right the band phoenix they're french yeah, you know, take that, you French bastards! They're they're Argentinians. The Argentinians—they're in the movie. They play the chefs, and they do a song, and you could tell they're French because they say French shit like we. Like we um, yeah, the French. They lost the World Cup. <laughs> Pussies. <laughs> take that, colonial power! It's not like brave, radical Argentina. <laughs> Why did all their players got blue eyes? I don't know. There's a lot of Germans there. I think Argentina is mostly Italian, isn't it? Is it? I mean, I there was. Think, uh, I think Germans settled in Argentina even before World War II. Yeah, they did. I mean, it's a joke that they're all Nazis, but there is. It's a lot of Italian, German, and uh, less Spanish than you would think. But yeah, like um, Argentina was like a, had a, a large German community in like the as early as like the 1800s, I think. Um, the Beguile. That's a good movie. I forgot I even watched it though, so I guess it doesn't have a lot of staying power. On the rocks, don't know. Panther de Cartier. Oh no, that's a short for Cartier. I am sure nope. Sophia Coppola. She's not. She's got a she thought, huh? not a great track record. <laughs> she still seems pretty cool. It's weird that she does so much work with um, high end fashion brands because there is a lot of shit over here doing like shorts for Dior and uh, Cartier and stuff is like that. Is it that weird considering where how she grew up? no not at all but it's fucking lame i guess that's what i should have said is it's kind of lame uh not in that weird like oh no balenciaga is uh satanic uh, pedophilia blah blah None of that weird uh right-wing weird shit about it just that um high-end fashion brands uh do exploit people um the models are heavily exploited uh the it, it sucks everything about high-end fashion fucking sucks but, um, not because they occasionally use provocative imagery. I'm not a baby. I'm not afraid of um, <laughs> the kids in those pictures were high. <laughs> oh I'm not afraid of Pentagrams <laughs> anyhow, um, rest in peace to Sophia Coppola. Had I been there, it wouldn't have gone down like that, Bill Merry Christmas, I would have solved it. Blizzard wouldn't have ruined anything I think that's the way. I don't think you understand the the plot It's not. that's not that's not what happened. that's just that's the story, you know. Oh, no, I'm that guy on um, Letterboxd who was really angry at the movie. Oh, got it. Yeah, you a fucking... That. I would have fucking... If had I been there, it wouldn't have gone <laughs> down like that. Feeding the Christmas ghost with Egon and... Hell, yeah, fucking Harold Ramis would have showed up on well, strings. He, yeah. It would somehow be more offensive than Ghostbusters Afterlife, if you can imagine it. <laughs> he's You're going to make him say a lot of anti-Jewish stuff huh Yep. I'm gonna have that Jewish man say some (laughs) anti-Semitic stuff Uh, it is weird now that we've brought this up how just kind of okay people are with um like putting Harold Ramis in a movie or the guy that played Grand Moff Tarkin or um Carrie Fisher you know what I mean just using their likenesses in movies and people are just like yeah who cares well it's like no that that is absolutely fucking gross (laughs) like I don't understand why everyone's just like yeah it's fine no problem. Just do uh, I, will, it. I want to keep seeing Captain America. It's <laughs> Captain America. That's right? just if they would fix that, you know, Black Panther would still be Black Panther. He could have defeated colon cancer through the magic of science. Oh um, my, that would be. I died. they couldn't possibly have done that. There's no way. No, you know what? People would have been totally fine with it. I think. Yeah, I think they maybe could have gotten away with it. Yeah, they oh, look. Chadwick Boseman's back. Fuck. I just don't think the technology is quite there yet. That's why they just... Yeah. Uh, gross. Everything's coming apart, huh? (laughs) Pretty soon the the movie is going to be written by AI and uh, CG'd by an AI. There'll be two actors standing in. uh, The CG AI will just paint over. Welcome to the future. You know what sucks about it, too, is no one's going to care. Or majority of people aren't going to care. As long as it's good. I mean, it it won't be. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't mean good, but you know what I mean? Passable, entertaining, serviceable, entertaining. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're bread and circus, Kyle. I just, uh, there's been, um, so SZA had a new album. I'm guessing that's why she was on SNL and did the big boy song and stuff for another album. Or and this kind of, uh, interestingly kind of connected to what we were just talking about. Um, I guess it's getting, it, it's like getting all right reviews from like actual critics and stuff like that, but the prevailing narrative on the internet from um, music consumers, just the consumers in general is like, it's like uh, this is a loser album, I can't listen to this album about being upset about an ex or anything to do with the sadness, I, I, why would she make what an album heck? that's not that's Those, not some a, of the greatest albums, right? I thought that's what we would talk about. No, I, I, if you're a woman and you make oh, the kind of pop music, of now, that's well, ridiculous. Taylor you, Stokes, I don't know if Taylor Swift's catalog is just being bitter about getting yeah, broken up. But now you gotta, it's gotta be empowering, and you gotta be able to sing at the club and blah. I'm thinking, uh you can't be sad anymore. Well, just people are, can't handle anything that's um, unfamiliar or even a little bit challenging. Everything's got to be soft and make them feel good and reassure themselves. Re- reassure them as a, as a consumer, as an individual who bases their life around their consumer identity. I'm thinking um, we're not going to make it. Brave New World, that shit's real. <laughs> New World, Fahrenheit 451, here we come. Now, Brave New World specifically because remember, there's like, oh, here's some drugs, special TV watching machine, blah blah. You know what I mean? Like, people are fucking empty, bloodless, soft as baby shit. And I'm not, I don't mean like, oh, damn liberals. You fucking conservatives are soft as shit, too. Everyone's fucking soft. Up, and, me. I'm special. I'm special, my boy. Getting upset that you don't recognize like the New York films, like top 10 end of the year list. You know, I don't recognize any of these movies, they must be woke, blah blah. blah. You fucking pussy ass motherfuckers. Do I'm you ever recognize shit. any of the top 10 movies in the top, you know, even New York yes. list? Yeah, I do because I watch No, not movies. you, I meant them. <laughs> oh, yeah, but the whole thing is so why would you get upset? What it's not well, something well, to get well, upset about. The greatest movie of the year was. Spider Spiderman is Spider-Man coming out this year. We'll say spider If you if you want if you're someone who's actually interested in movies, when you see a list like that, you should You'd be like, oh, a- I should go watch yes. those movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. just like, uh, you know, a- I don't know why you spend your time on this shit, dude. It's not. <laughs> I why? Well, because I, I I. It seems like I, it, maybe it doesn't matter in the scheme of things, like how um empty and weak people are. Broadly, or especially based on consumer habits, I just—I don't but know I what, it it, what we're going to do. But I guess it's just like it, for some reason that the comments I saw about SZA's album being kind of sad and that making it bad, like it just kind of pulled into stark relief for me that people are like, I'd seen. I I think it's gotten worse over the last within my lifetime. I think people have gotten like lazier intellectually, even in their consumption habits. It's getting kind of scary, I guess. Well, um, does it have a how? How many robots are in it? Uh, this Bill Murray Christmas special didn't have a single goddamn robot in no, it. I, that's what I'm saying. I barely paid attention to it. Fucking bullshit! Christmas ruined. Christmas robots. That's what I need. <laughs> that's that's why I'm watching Christmas Bloody Christmas. Uh yeah, it has robot Santa in it. It doesn't look like a robot at all. It kind of looks like a guy, a guy in a Santa suit who has like some um, you know, like accoutrements to make him look more robotic. But I'm pretty sure it's just a guy in a suit. <laughs> you got a lot of shit glued on you, dude. Yeah, but it works because the uh, the movie is intentionally that type of movie, you know. Not like Sofia Coppola's The Bling Ring, or maybe The Bling Ring is a misunderstood classic. I uh, cannot remember it at all. I know I saw it in theaters though. A good sign, that's the part of COVID. COVID's m- racked my brain and ruined my arm. Yeah, well, instead of blaming Sophia Coppola, we'll blame Sophia Covid. Uh, Bill, Merry Christmas special. Um, I'm like, on a weighted scale, I'm gonna give it eight out of ten. I'll watch it again next year just because Christmas spirit, blah blah blah, as an actual like just piece of media, a film, or whatever. I had six out of 10. <laughs> yeah, that seems about fair. Like yeah. five, five, six out of 10. And then, like, oh, it's Christmas time. I guess I want Christmas thing. I've already watched these Christmas things. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Russ C- Bill Murray's Christmas special. It kills an hour. Yep, absolutely. Christmas yep, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. This is a great way to interpret what I was saying, and I didn't even have to say it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Christmas, Merry Christmas! That was uh, the uh, the the Christmas spectacular. It was a miracle that it even came out because Sean said he feels like booty cheeks. And to be honest, since I haven't been able to lift weights, I feel like I feel like nothing. I feel like El Zilcho. Like just, just a little a sack like a... of meat. That's all you are. All your muscles are mm. gone. You're just a bunch of meat hanging off bones. Uh, just gross. been doing so much cardio. I'm uh, and you know what cardio does. It makes you your bones. <laughs> it makes you small. <laughs> you get smaller. I want to be a big boy. I don't want to be a cardio boy. Let me lift weights. Please, Santa Claus. Oh, I'm off for Christmas. Make my arm work again. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people's wishes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it works. I can still use it for all sorts of everyday activities. And even if I just wanted to, like, press li- lighter weights, probably it'd be okay. But um, it, I shouldn't have to. I did all this work to make it so that I could move big weights, and um, I would like to continue to do that. shouldn't have to lift small weights. I'm not a small man. I'm a big man. Merry Christmas. I I noticed, uh, uh, because I've been playing basketball with the kids more, my left Mm. arm does not work the way it used to. Um, It does not work the way my right arm does, and I don't think it's pure just muscle memory losing. I I think there's something wrong in my neck or shoulder. In what way? Merry Christmas. Uh, like coordination or just general manual? strength and co- a little bit of coordination but mostly just it doesn't seem to hold things right uh Oh, oh merry christmas <laughs> merry christmas cuz you know, i you know, I used to work on shooting with my left hand and it does not it doesn't seem to work the right way yeah i mean some of it could be muscle memory but um i don't know if there's like a noticeable drop in strength in one limb over the other i think sometimes it might be kind of serious wait Sweet. Damn. That's fun. That's something to worry about. Or maybe you have a pinched nerve in your neck like me. And you your rear delt. Don't, you don't really need your rear delt for... Sh- well, I guess, you know, everything helps. It's all connected. It's all yeah. one kinetic chain. A posterior chain. All of, from your butt cheeks up to your ear cheeks. Uh, ear cheeks. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, Back to Chrysler. Um, Happy New Year. Actually, I guess we'll have another episode Yeah, we We've we we got one coming up. What are you gonna watch? Are, are we gonna I'm watch the Knives Out*? out. Let's yeah, it's, knives out. obviously Let's it. it's Knives Out*. Yeah, of course it's getting yeah. knives gonna Knives a Out*. I'm gonna do a Texas accent the entire time. Let's be uh, prepared. He's, not, I thought he's Cajun. Was he? Ta- I thought he was from Texas. But his name's um Benoit. Yeah, Benoit. Um, but I thought he was from Texas. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I it is a kind of a Cajun accent. I just assumed that he was from Texas. From well, I thought that was the backstory, but uh, I, no, I didn't. I stopped paying attention when he started talking. Probably he's from Louisiana or Tennessee, and he's Cajun. Ben Blanc from Tennessee, from Louisiana. Yeah, those are the places where Cajuns come from. Georgia sometimes too, right? Where the swamps yes. is at? The swamp. Swamps in Georgia and Tennessee. I'm There's swamps in Texas. isn't just a swamp. I live out in the Bayou. <laughs> ah, he was a good old boy, Yoda. Don't live in the Bayou. He's he a good down here the bayou. Man, I'm get you me a Yoda. Just cold you frog soup. Cold Budweiser, move my friend Yoda. Yeah, he's like, "You, you mama Yoda over there, going Budweiser, <laughs> Budweiser." All right, knives out next week. VHSKVLT.com dot com. It's there all the time. It's a website you can go to at any time. You can donate to the Patreon anytime. It doesn't hurt you at all we to tell you know, your friends. You dumb bastards doesn't hurt you at all to tell your friends and your family about the podcast. That I might know hurt. People are just on the internet all the time he's, sitting in he's Twitch. He's saying that he doesn't know. You're just in Twitch chats all the time not doing shit. You need to get out there and promote this podcast. Um, anyway, love you. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Merry Christmas.